Welcome to the Early Accountability Podcast hosted by Kimmy Walker. Kimmy has a track record of serving as a behavior change and improvement catalyst for individuals, groups, and organizations. Get ready to make the best version of yourself a priority. Now welcome, Kimmy Walker. Kimmy Walker here, and welcome back to the next episode of the Early Accountability Podcast, going along with the theme for May 2020, Mental Health Month, Mental Health Awareness. I wanted today for this episode to talk about some mindset shifts. We did this last year on the show, just some mindset shifts or some mindset hacks and tweaks that we can make to help ourselves or just perspective that we can have when it comes to our mental health and our mental health awareness, just our mental performance. A lot of things that we do, so much starts in our mind, how we view things, how we interact with people, how we work towards goals, how we tackle new things, how we go through things that are difficult and trying. Right now in early May of 2020, we are still facing the COVID-19 global pandemic. And today I wanted to talk just about from petty to pandemic, protecting your energy. And I think protecting your energy is so, so important. I've started to talk a little bit more about it on the show, but probably not to the full extent that I really need to, because our energy and our focus and where we are is so, so important. And I think there are so many things that can be mentally draining to us. And sometimes we don't even realize what those things are. So first off, I want to say that there are many different things that can trigger us or be bothersome to us. There can be many things that kind of throw our energy off per se. First off, I wanted to say there's nothing too small and there's nothing too large. So whether some people might think it's minute or small, such things such as getting cut off when you're driving, the person in front of you cutting you off, to the things that we're dealing with with this global pandemic, nothing's too small or too large. So when it comes to our energy It's okay to understand that there may be small things or large things that may throw us off personally, Um, but we don't have to feel that anything is too huge that it can't be dealt with or that anything is too small that it doesn't deserve being addressed or noticed. I think it's important to know our triggers. So different things trigger different people. Um, (laughs) Like we said, some people may not like it when other people smack you know, their, with their food or eating. And, and it just could be anything. It could be lots of little things. Like we said, lots of things that might be small, but lots of things that could be big too. Knowing your triggers is a big one. So if it's certain people, if it's certain environments, if it's certain circumstances, I think knowing the things that trigger us and kind of put us off It's important to know how we respond. So when I say protecting our energy, it could be talking to a person who you feel that whenever you get off the phone with them or meet with them, that they have just kind of put you in a funk and kind of really put you down. Or it's a situation that you've had to deal with a circumstance or kind of like a a problem that you might be going through with your life. Whenever you're having to address it or work through it, it kind of just throws you off And your dynamics with other people, um, your performance on other tasks, be it your job or a goal that you're working for, it's just kind of 
off per se. So it's that thing that just like, oh man, this has trickled off to every other aspect of me. It has put me in a bad mood with my family or my friends or my children or my loved ones. I'm not really focused on my job. Like, and it's taking me multiple days to get it back together. It's taking me multiple hours, what have you. Just knowing those things that kind of trigger you and kind of put you off, I think is very important. When it comes to protecting our energy, I think a big one is knowing that we always can't walk away. (laughs) So there are some things that may trigger us and that may cause a shift in our energy, but we're not always able to just fully let go or distance ourselves completely from it. So that might be something like the pandemic. There's still parts of the pandemic, no matter who you are, where you are, it's kind of affected a lot of people. So you can't necessarily truly avoid it completely. If it's situations with your work or your career, and you know, and it's a specific job, for some people, you can't just really totally avoid it and just say, well, you know what, I'm not going to work right now, or I'm not going to work at all. Um, Some may have that option. Others typically do not. A lot of times, it's not always a situation where you could just completely just get away from it and not have to deal with it. Like I said, people cutting you off. If people cutting you off on the road makes you really upset and mad, well, there, you're going to get cut off again. We can't just say that you'll, nobody in a car, anytime you drive, you'll never get cut off again on the road. We can't necessarily control that, but we can control how we respond. And one thing I wanted to give as a tip that I've kind of looked at myself doing more and more of as I work on protecting my energy in many different facets of my life is practicing responding versus reacting. And knowing what's a response and what's a reaction. And I know typically for me, this is things that may get me boiling or get me upset or get my gears going. It typically is something that I do not need to (laughs) speak on in that moment. I usually need some time, some space to just kind of think if I need to say something to get my words together so they do not come out so much in emotion, typically with a person or entity or what have you. So practice responding versus reacting. And I always say that things look different for different people. It could be verbal. It could be in emails. It could be in texts. Are you responding in a sound manner that has been thought through and making sure that everything is appropriate and necessary? Are you reacting based on a temporary emotion that something sparked into you? So, you know, reacting to somebody cutting you off in the road might be flipping somebody off. Uh, Responding could be as simple as just staying in your lane and making sure that you don't swerve off and hurt yourself or hurt others. So again, it can look different for different situations. Responding versus reacting, I think, is a huge art when it comes to protecting our energy, whether it's from somebody being petty with us, um, I know, sending emails or texts that kind of feel like they're being a little snark and kind of wanting to say something back. Sometimes silence is better than responding. And that goes into my next point. Yes, practice the art of responding versus reacting, but find and know when silence is better than responding. And some things don't need a response at all. Some things don't need a 
reaction or any kind of verbal or even physical like response at all. And a lot of times that is a big thing in protecting our energy because we're not putting more energy into whatever made us upset. You don't have to have the last word to win, quote unquote, per se, to be out on top. Sometimes winning is just keeping your peace, is protecting your peace. And so, yes, definitely, there are some times where we just cannot be silenced and someone is expecting a response and it would be an integrity for us to give one. But there are some situations when silence is better than responding. A big thing when it comes to protecting your energy, and this is a huge one that I have had to find different things for myself, is creating your mental zen box, (laughs) per se. So creating a toolbox of things that you can do or that you are able to utilize in a variety of settings that help bring you that kind of zen, that get you back to centered. And In different settings, they may look like different things. So you might practice yoga. You might meditate. It might be being able to have a group of friends that you talk to. Um, It might be able to listen to relaxing music or jazz music, adult coloring, counting back from 10, a little bit of journaling. But when I say a mental Zen box, I think knowing those different tools and things that you can utilize to bring you back and having a variety of things. So if it's something in the middle of the day, like I said, if you're in your car, that may not be a good time when you can go run a mile, but you may be able to count back from 10, you know, right then there at that moment, you may be able to do some positive self-talk and affirmations to bring yourself back. So having a mental Zen box of things things that kind of bring you back down, that calm you, that center you, that ground you, that help you kind of come back to who you are and gain control that you you can use in a variety of settings. So it might be some things in there that are very physical. It might be some things that, like we said, are more for like writing or just listening, just things that you can use in many different places, in many different environments and at many different times. That way you're not always stuck feeling like, okay, like I said, I have to do yoga or I have to run right now. And you might not be in a place where you can run or do yoga. So those mental hacks and things that you can utilize to kind of bring yourself back and distract you as well. You might like reading news articles. Maybe if that's that time, that's maybe that's a good break for you, a good time for you to take a restroom break, to walk to the restroom and just go get a drink of water or something, because that gives you a little bit of time to walk away take a few deep breaths and come back to the situation. So just knowing that your mental arsenal, your Zen box, your toolbox that you can utilize for yourself in a variety of formats, I think is so, so important and so critical. And it helps you feel that you know you have strategies that work for you, even if you have to utilize them multiple times, but they can help you protect your energy and not give that out to other things that don't deserve it as well. One of the last things that I'll leave with for protecting our energy from just simple petty, as we may call it, or just people being petty to pandemics is you don't always have to feel obligated to explain, especially if it will cause the explanation or the dialogue may cause contention or drama between you and an individual, a group, a person, an entity. 
And I think this is so important to talk about, especially just in this day and age with social media and people putting a lot of opinions and things online, which is completely fine. Those are there. That's one reason these platforms exist. But sometimes I've seen things just cause unnecessary contention, unnecessary drama, um, even with conversations amongst people. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it just wasn't a good time for that person to explain. Maybe they didn't have to explain. And in the day and age, I think when a lot of people are very social and out and open with how they feel about things and things that they're doing, sometimes those around us may feel as if they're old or deserve explanation about how you feel about things or why you did certain things. And like I said, sometimes there are situations where we do need to have that dialogue just out of being a decent person. But there are some instances where we just shouldn't feel that it's necessary to always explain. And finding that sweet spot for yourself, I think also is important for protecting your energy. I believe that a lot of times some things that just really didn't require a huge explanation or the timing was not ideal for that type of explanation has caused arguments, breakups, friendship loss. I mean, just a lot of things that could have been avoided if timing may have been delayed or people came back and did it at a different time or just didn't talk about that at all. You know, found something else to dialogue about. So we don't always have to feel this need to explain every single thing that we do or don't do. And quite frankly, sometimes we don't know ourselves. Sometimes we're trying to figure it out for us. And we have to respect our journeys as well and respect the fact that we might be figuring out it out for ourselves too. And sometimes explaining to someone else and that's not really fully and completely where you were at yet or your full thought on a situation can just come back to haunt and harm you at a later date. So don't always feel in a rush to explain. Don't always feel that it's necessary for you to explain everything and just finding that sweet spot that works for you. So again, I hope that everybody is doing well and staying healthy to the best that they can and managing all of the circumstances that have come from COVID-19 and just being able to be flexible to what we can do and what is the new normal for us right now. Thank you again for tuning into the Early Accountability Podcast. Until next time. It was a pleasure to have you join us on this episode of the Early Accountability Podcast with Kimmy Walker. Be sure to visit earlyaccountability.com to sign up for the Early Accountability Newsletter. We look forward to activating your greatness and helping you reach your goals. 